to the number one DJ in the game. This how you supposed to sound. DJ Sphinx. Turn it up. Turn that shit up. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. How could you wipe me up? 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 Oh shit! Say it again! Say it again! Say something else! And I ain't playing, nigga! How could you wipe me up? 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 I study high, take the test high, get high scores. How could you write me up? How could you write me up? You're listening to DJ Sphinx. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is DJ Sphinx, and you're tuned in to Life Happens Radio. We love, motivate, and inspire. I am your host, DJ Sphinx. If you didn't know, now you know. Home of Feel Good Wednesdays and Pass It Fridays. We have a great show for you guys today. Um, We have a great show, actually. We have special guests. We also have life topics we also have some education which i call canication we just go play around with it real quick and just keep keep it going like i said we have a lot of topics today um life happens radio is pretty much um a radio station in which we try to motivate inspire and love each and every person that we actually bring on the show or we just try to give you some education about life cannabis so happy 420 everybody Hope you guys are doing well. Hope everybody is still lit for 420. I'm glad that you guys are here with me tuning in. We have some trivia questions for you guys coming up. Uh, For possible future guests, just to let you guys know, if you want to become a guest on Life Happens Radio, all you have to do is send your information, portfolio, or resume, or business resume to lifehappensradio at gmail.com. That's life, L-Y-F-E, happensradio at gmail.com. All right. All right, so first thing we're going to do is get, get, get you guys going with some life topics. Life topics are pretty much just current news, anything that's relevant around the news right now. For instance, we have a lot of things going on in the news right now. It's about three states that have become legal um, or have signed the bill to become legal um, in the next year of 2021 uh, for legal mar- marijuana for cannabis. Uh, it's three different types of marijuana legalizations if you didn't know is first is decriminalization which decriminalization is only just making it a less lesser fine pretty much to uh it pretty much says that you can i mean it's still illegal meaning that the, the the drug as far as marijuana is still illegal for you guys but it would just be a lesser fine so if it's decriminalized in that state that means you'll just get penalized through fine pretty much you won't get incarcerated or arrested you might in some states but you won't get incarcerated or anything when you, when you decriminalize it you just get a fine like that it's another way you actually go through legalization it's called medical marijuana so if it's medical that means that you become medical within that state and you have to have a medical marijuana car and we'll definitely tell you that in the later episodes get deeper into that as far as being medically uh to have a medical mar- marijuana card and how to get one within your state. That's what we're going to do for you guys later on. Um, but right now, it's another one. It's actually recreational a legalization, which means that if you're 21 and over, for the most part, in your state, in your current state, you can buy um, legal marijuana. And you can actually grow it in some states as far as up to at least three plants for some states. 
um, up to five and more in other states. So we'll definitely get into that later on. But that's just to let you guys know before I even let you guys know what happens to these states that just became legal uh, for 2021. So the first state that became legal um, in 2021 is actually New York. It became the 16th state. Um, if you didn't know of legalization for marijuana, um, the governor of, of New York, uh, they pretty much Andrew Cuomo uh, signing. He, said, he signed a bill on March 31st uh, stating that individuals that are 21 and over uh, will, will be able to possess up to three ounces of recreational cannabis. So uh, the, state, the state will establish two regulatory uh, bodies to manage the sale of adult marijuana use. So pretty much in a minute, they're going to actually regulate the laws and make sure they're actually good so you guys can actually purchase marijuana in the state of New York. So that's the 16th state uh, to become legal. And give me a second, I'm actually <laughs> a little dry mouthed out here, you know what I mean? It's hot out here. And I can't even lie to you, I actually am kind of lit. So sometimes you can do that, sometimes you can't. It is 420, so hopefully you guys are good. <laughs> the next state that actually became legal this year was um, New Mexico, um, which officially, unofficially became the 17th state uh, to become legal. Um, when I say that, I mean that they signed the bill on to become legal, but they cannot start, let me see, they cannot even start uh, their sales until 2022, as a matter of fact. So technically they're legal or they're set to become legal in, in the year 2021, 2000, 2022, my bad, I'm sorry, New, New Mexico. Good job for you guys to become legal. Um, but the governor said that there will actually be more jobs, more state revenue, and also um, they will actually free over at least 100 people from prison. So it's actually good that New Mexico is actually becoming um, legal in the year 2022. Um, stay tuned for more information on that. Uh, coming to you guys as far as the, you know, the, the laws and how you can actually get a card and actually sign up for a license in New Mexico. So stay tuned for that. Um, the third state that became legal in 2021 is the state of Virginia, which is actually real good. If you didn't know, the 18th state of the United States to become legal is Virginia. Um, what to know about Virginia? Well, it's actually the first state in the South to become legal officially. That's what they stated, but I mean, you can count Arizona as being South, but I guess they're West, so they're Southwest. So officially they said that Virginia was the first Southern state to become legal. So that's very interesting. Um, on April 7th, the Virginia uh, General Assembly voted to approve the amendments. So pretty much they're gonna become legal as soon as July 1st. Um, instead of 2024. So if you didn't notice, um, a lot of bills are being passed this year for marijuana uh, to legalize it, as a matter of fact. As, um, if I'm not mistaken, another state that's actually starting to put their bid in to become legal is the state of Alabama. And some talks around, um, some talks around the news are actually talking about Texas and Georgia starting to become uh, states of interest to become uh, a possibility of becoming legal uh, for for marijuana, and if you didn't know, it would it would make sense that Atlanta would actually take that first before Texas. I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong. If Texas become first before Atlanta, that's great. But at the same time, Alabama is right next to Atlanta. So if you didn't know, 
You know, Atlanta don't, doesn't like to lose money. I mean, they used to have a <laughs> – just this is how much Atlanta loves money. They used to have, actually, a toll, a toll roll in which they already covered the expenses for the person that put the toll road on. So what they were doing was they were still collecting money from people going past the toll road. And so just to let you know, they still love money. So if Alabama is going to become legal and put their bid in to become legal for marijuana – that means that uh, Georgia will too. So get ready for that. Next up, we have another life topic. If you didn't know, the host or the, the star of the sitcom Family Matters, uh, his name is Jaleel White, if you didn't know, also known as Steve Urkel. He's actually launched another brand, or not another brand, this is his first launch of actually launching a, a strain of marijuana. It's called It's Purple. That's his name of his. That's the name of his label or his company that he's actually combining with 710 Labs um, to combine and make a strain called Steve Urkel. Purple Urkel, pretty much. And that's going to be crazy. Like, Purple Urkel. Purple Urkel. So imagine you saying, did I do that? But then you're being high. Like you're, you're lit right now. I'm just saying, did I do that? I guarantee you, if you did that for somebody, it's not going to go well, I'm pretty sure. Unless they're high, too. And in that case, well. Anything can happen. <laughs> but at the same time, um, Stephen Urkel, or Jaleel White, has actually partnered with them, and they also made another strand called Stefan Urkel, or Stefan, and they mixed it with their own brand of white cannabis mixed with the purple, so it's called Stefan. So if you didn't know what 710 Labs is, it's pretty much a dis distribution company that does, they do different types of, unique strains of cannabis. So they look for those type of people to actually grow their type of own cannabis. And if you're looking to do it, you have to be a resident of California. I went to the website and <laughs> they also have a waiting list. So on the website, you have to put in the zip code and then become a, a person on the waiting list for the state of California. If you're not, well, you're gonna miss out more than likely. <laughs> but anyway, Jaleel White actually, he stated that to smoke at the end, the result of this or making this cannabis, to smoke this in which is a result from him growing it, um, is a quality pod. And what he means by pod is he has his own vape pen that is a part of what you know he's also selling. So it's a vape pen, it's a flower, it's just the overall flavor of it. And he stated that he feels like a little bit like Willy Wonka because when he tasted the marijuana strain that he has, it tasted just like grape candy. And I'm looking like. Okay, that's good. If he's Willy Wonka, I'm guaranteeing he's going to dress like it. Because if you think about it, Willy Wonka had the tight suits and everything. You've seen Jaleel White on the Snoop Dogg IG. He was real, <laughs> like, <laughs> he had the tightest suit on talking about, did I do that? And I'm looking like, bro, that's lit. I can't even lie to you. If I could, I would, but I can't. I'm too big for them white and them tight ass. I can't do it. <laughs> tight ass suits, that's not my life. But at the same time, it is for him. So congratulations to Jaleel White. Um, happy for him. I actually met him at All-Star Chicago last year. And we just randomly met. We randomly bumped into each other. And I was a little starstruck. I'm like, man, look, I know I know you. And he looked at me like, I know I know you know me. So I don't know. Maybe we'll hook up. Maybe he'll be on the show one day. You never know. <laughs> but going on, moving forward, man, we have some great things going on. That was the life topics for today. We have a great show for you guys today. We have a special guest coming up next on our show, um, a father, an author, a life coach, personal trainer,
somebody that you will actually love to listen to pretty much. Um, I'm guaranteeing that the information that he's going to give you on the next segment is going to be something that you can definitely carry on for the rest of your life. If not, definitely tonight. And before I get to that segment, we actually have a life trivia question. So the first question of life trivia question is, what was the first state? Y'all ready? What was the first state to legalize marijuana? I'm going to ask it one more time. What was the first state to legalize marijuana recreationally? Um, next up, we have our artist of the week. We have our featured artist of the week. His name is Ray Jr. And his IG is actually the real Ray Jr. R-A-Y-J-R. Ray Jr. There you go. All right. His name of the song is called Q4. Um, it's actually on the album of Q4. So if you didn't know, definitely check it out on Spotify. His name is Ray Jr. And the first album is here. And we're going to get it going right now. Um, stay locked. Stay tuned. Um, just to let you guys know, if you are a feature artist or you know somebody that does have music um, that is not signed, definitely send them my information. Go ahead to email me, lifehappensradio at gmail.com, and give me all their information. Just let me know, man, and I'll definitely play their music, and they can actually be a feature artist of the week. All right, next up, our special guest. Let's get it. Yeah, track one. What up, nigga? What it do, though? Yeah. I like to welcome you to Q4. Yeah. Roddy Rich and this bitch, you in my your bowl, so take off your shoes, ho. Yeah. You see all my dogs, we chillin' and sippin', so listen, don't mess up the mood, bro. If you do a reaper dirge, especially if you too thirsty, ballin' like worthy in the 80s with the Lakers. Yeah. This for the movers and the shakers. Yeah. The ones who tryin' to get the paper. Yeah. Don't mind us, nigga, cause we major. Yeah. Ain't got no time for the haters. Or the ones who tryin' to play us. And here's some advice, I know you tryin' to be my wife, but girl, I can't say it. Damn, and you do not wanna be safe. Cause when we in public, we fightin' and cuffin', cause you don't know how to behave. I'm cutting these women off. Like when you're traffic, girl, you better stay in your lane Cause I'ma be good regardless Whenever I walk in the building, my swag on the zillion Cause they do not charge us I'm out in L.A. with my niggas and we run it up like we play for the charges Said I'm out in L.A. with my niggas and we run it up like we play for the Dodgers But we play for the home team So you know what's up, what more can I say? None left to discuss, this is q you know that it's up What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is DJ Spinks, we're here on Life Happens Radio If you did not know, now you know, we're here to life I mean, we're here to love, motivate, and inspire. Die right. Um, we have our special guest, man. Special guest, author, renowned author, father, mentor, friend, brother. Whatever you want to call him, he is there. He's the man. I call him my guy, Marcus Lucy. What's going on, brother? What up, bro? Appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for having me. Man, that, thank you for joining me. Or thank you for actually allowing me to in your presence we're actually here in chicago illinois um if you did not know um this is the home state or not the home state but this is the state in which um this business is at and this we are we here live you know telling you guys what's going on all right um let me go ahead and boost you up a little bit man just this is my show we can do this real quick give me a test real quick testing testing there we go hey (laughs) um Basically, man, we're here to promote uh, not only business, but uh, inspire other people to uh, do better in their life. Uh, we're trying to motivate people to actually do something as well. Um, this is not just another weed show, man. Just let you guys know we're, we're here to actually promote and, uh, and do nothing but positive vibes out here, man. We just, we're here with positive energy. So uh, without further ado, man, how you doing? Man, depends on what's part of me, UX. You know? <laughs> I, I hear that question all the time, and people always say, oh, I'm doing good, but... Are you? I mean, you know? I mean, for the most part, how are you doing today? 
How's your 420 doing today? Yeah, you know, I, I, I never answer questions like yes or no, or it's like, uh, keep it simple. Okay. Uh, how I'm doing, I guess it depends on which part of me I'm focused on, you know? And the so, physical part. Based on the 420, I'm doing quite well. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear that. I mean, and, and based on you guys out there, I'm pretty sure you guys are doing well as well. And before we get into this interview, um, we're going to answer the, the question, what was the first state to actually legalize marijuana recreationally? Uh, do you know the question? I'm going to go with California. California? That's my guess. Man, that's a good guess. But the answer is Colorado. Wow. And Washington. Actually, they, they signed at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So Colorado and Washington, first states to actually become legalized marijuana recreationally. So if you got it, I already seen some of the comments on the Facebook. I seen some of them. So whenever you get your information, I'm going to let you know who actually won that answer and I'll let you know what to do to get your shirt and information. All right. So let's go ahead and get into this interview, man. Look, I know who you are. I know I know who you are because we've been here for forever, right? So they don't know who you are. So my question to you is, where are you from? And what is your biggest influence from the neighborhood? From where you from? Um, from the west side of Detroit, northwest to be exact, Fico and Greenfield, uh, for anybody who's familiar. Um, Fake man, okay. Yeah, uh, as far as my biggest influence, that's that's a tough question, man. Like, uh, I'm gonna go with my parents first and foremost. Okay. Um, my mom was like, uh, she was like the faith. My dad was like the works, and like uh, growing up, faith without works is uh, dead, so to speak. And uh, you know, so like, uh, I don't know, I just, I just I just took a little bit from everybody, you right. know. To be honest, it's like, uh, for the most part, like you know, you you, you had examples of what not to do. Not so not many examples of what to do, but that was just as important for me. Um, you know, I learned in math that you could have like a, there's a skill called deductive reasoning. And so I just took the good with the bad and uh, just spun that shit and made it my own. That's real. That's yeah. real. So, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, you know, you asked about the influence. So, I mean, honestly, everybody, everything, you know, like uh, not just people, but, but, but nature, you know, just like uh, everything that was, that was in and around us was, was my influence. So pretty much like, not only your parents, but the environment. Man, like I said, my mom was like, uh, she was the faith. She was super religious, you know. So I thought, uh, as I've grown, I learned she's been super spiritual. She used religion as her, as her guide, as a, as a tool to, uh, you know, model her life. But um, yeah, but like she would always say, like, don't don't put any man before God, so to speak. And like, so I I, I saw that like, uh, I wasn't supposed to idolize people. So you'll never see me starstruck, you know. I don't, I don't give a damn who you are. Like, I'm just I'm not impressed you know, so to speak. Um, and that's no diss. You know, I, 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 I find motivation in all things and all people, but, like, I'm just not impressed. Okay. But, like, um, so my motivation were things like the sun, water, the trees, you know? like Nature guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've been around for a while. <laughs> you know I mean, I, mean so. I guess if they've been around for a while, in your words and way, then it should be working. It's something that works that made them around for that long. Well, absolutely. You know, it's, it's a simplistic uh, complexity that, that – uh, goes with nature you know so like I don't look at trees and like they grow up they grow down they grow out you know and uh if they're deciduous you know when when, when, when it's cold is outside they shed their leaves and so they go bare it's so, like regardless of what's going on they, they're standing tall and, and withstanding whatever life brings their way you know and so uh for me it's like uh there's something in, in that persistence there's something in that in that, in that um in their ability and in their strength to, to like I say withstand adversity that, oh, that's inspiring to me Oh yeah, I take that. So, with that being said, you have your biggest influence in 
which you, you know, kind of pulls you through. But, like, what type of advice, like, that pulls you through? Like, you have people give you all types of advice to come out the hood. I mean, from drug dealers to people that are influenced, pastors, every which way. What is the biggest influence that which, like, carried you through? Man, like, pay attention to the cliches. You know, it's like, uh, again, like the things that have, that have stood the test of time, you know, um, they're, they're here for a reason. But if I had to give you like some, like some real advice, like <laughs> believe in yourself, you know, like uh, if you don't, that's cool. You just want to achieve whatever it is you say you want, right, want to right. achieve, you know what I'm saying? And so like, uh, and, and the absence of like faith and self, um, you know, people tend to be more, more depressed and uh, more victims and, you know, uh, just uh, less fulfilled in life. That's real. I can yeah. understand that. And they always, I mean, from that energy perspective, they can definitely put that on you. So I'm pretty sure you always dodge that type of energy. I mean, the negative energy, that is. Uh, you know, I attempt to. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, always, uh, it's, all, it's always polarity. It's always negative and positive. You know, it's like um, if you expect to be one way all the time, you send yourself up for failure. That's fair. And so in reality, like, uh, I think we should all have goals. Like a, a, a goal, like a a goal, whether it be for work, a goal, whether it be for, for your personal life, a goal for your for your emotions. Like, a, just have goals for every aspect of your life, and that's that's gonna keep you uh keep you focused on like the road ahead. So speaking of goals, you played sports, right? So you right, had yeah. goals and those. So what, what, what sports did you play, and what type of goals did you have then? Man, like the real sport I played, like you know we could we can call it a game, but it was like survival. You know, and I, and I, <laughs> I use basketball and baseball and football um, as guides to to help me uh, get stronger uh, in my courage and my faith uh, in myself. Um, but the, the real sport was like using those, like I said, to, to survive in life. That's fair. You know, it's like uh, I always think about like uh, what it took to, to be a basketball player or a football player or even baseball for that matter. It's, it's discipline. Um, it's hard work. It's tenacity. It's teamwork. Uh, it's not just a belief in yourself, it's also a belief in your coach or coaches, for that matter. Um, a belief in the common goal, a belief in the preparation that you put into it. You know, and, and, and like those those skills are transferable in real life. Mm. But the main thing is um, is just being able to like, to like to come together for a common goal. So teamwork is mainly like huge. So LeBron is the guy. It's, I mean, LeBron. I mean, you say team, you say LeBron. You're just talking to like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be the first guy I chose. Uh, I mean, I mean, why we here on the court, you know? But uh, off the court, <laughs> I, I think he does like you know remarkable work within That's the community, fair. within its, uh, the image he portrays as a family man, you know, um, as as a father, as a as a husband, as a as a friend. Um, I, I have nothing negative to say about about him from that regard. Jeez. But 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 pertaining to the teamwork you talked about, you know, t- together everyone achieves more. And like you always hear people like, oh, I'm self-made. You lying sack of shit. <laughs> like, nobody's self-made, you know. Right, it's right, like right. Uh, we all have help uh, from from something or somewhere. Like you know, you're sitting in this chair, you didn't build it yourself. That's true. You know, you're wearing clothes that you didn't make. You know what I mean? You're wearing shoes that you didn't. Technically, formulate. you know, I can't make this. Shirt. I mean, yeah, you know, you you, 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 you put it together, and it's I mean, you know. and it's dope, no doubt. You know I mean, it. I rock it all the time. <laughs> you know, but uh, but 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 at the same time, you didn't make the press that. That's true. They put it on, and my point is, like you know, we all had something from someone, um, and, and like and that, that's okay. That's you know, cool. it's, it's actually needed. It's, it's healthy. So that means, so to transition into that, you know, like somebody needs somebody. So in that case, you went on, right? You went to college. What school did you go to? I'm sorry. 
I went to Concordia University in uh, River Forest, Illinois. So that's in Illinois, and then from there, you play you play sports in college, correct? Play football, football, yeah. and that was your main thing. Do you think you had aspirations to go? Uh, you know, it's always a question they always ask, and I always thought about it myself. I mean, I I know I got self confidence. Yeah, no, in my childhood, I thought you know that it'd be cool to like to be a professional athlete. You know, and um, yeah, and I still would desire that. You know, what I mean, even like. <laughs> <laughs> my almost ripe age of 40, you know? Oh, yeah, you uh, know. What was that guy named that? Uh, anyway, you don't need to know the name, but the guy that came back played for the Lakers after he played for the G League. Oh, 20, number 28. Number 28. You know yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys know exactly what yeah, you're talking about. He played, and he played for G League for like 10, 20 years, it felt like. Yeah. Came in, hit like what, three or four threes I in a row, he, man. Think, yeah, he hit like 25, 30. Yeah, game, yeah, the down years of the Lakers before yeah. the chip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, it was nice, man. Two Look, years ago. That was a few years ago, right? Yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. something like that. Hey, look, anything can happen. So, if you guys thinking about working out and getting to the league over the age of 24 or something, come to Chicago. We got, anyway. Yeah, so back to the goals <laughs> of, of going to the league. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was there. Uh, after, like, my freshman year, uh, things kind of shifted a little bit. That's though. fair. Um, yeah, our, my our, my cousin died at 19. So, that was, my, that was like, uh, the beginning of my sophomore year of uh, congestive heart failure. Uh, and at the time I was in college, uh, I was studying uh, secondary education. I wanted to uh, be a coach um, from from the jump. You know, I've always liked seeing sports as uh, not just like a game, but like a, a game within a game. And so I was always like uh, curious, like about the why behind the what. And so anyway, um, so yeah, when he died of congestive heart failure my sophomore year, I was I was kind of at a crossroads, and uh, I knew I, I needed to do something different um, with the information I had already been studying about anatomy and physiology. Um, and for the first time, I realized like uh, like we had a problem in America with like obesity, and like I always saw it in my family, but never really understood like uh, just how complex or how dangerous it was until Chris passed away. Come close, close to you, of course. Yeah, and so uh, so yeah, I was 19, he was 29, and I just thought that I was too young to die of a heart attack, and so I changed my major from exercise. Uh, I mean, sorry, from a uh, secondary PE to our exercise science and fitness management, and uh, from there, my I guess my career was. Was born. Was born. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I guess that's huge. So to see somebody that actually passed away from congestive heart failure, if you guys didn't hear it, and to change that in your life, like, was that something that woke you up to get to that point? Or was it like one of those things in which it said, you know what, this is the calling for me? No, nah, man, like, you, you, it's crazy. Like, when, when you look back, uh, well, Chris, Chris's mom was my, my godmom. So, uh, you know, we would go to the grocery store, you know, I get, I was able to choose, uh, you know, one or three items. I don't know if y'all ever grew up without money, but that shit was huge. <laughs> you know what I mean? To get three items and uh, three items in the grocery store. And as a kid, like you know, I want typically you go for the chips and the and the juice and the and the cookies. You That's know what I'm saying? That's one, two, and three all day. And uh, I just saw how how how, uh, how large my family was was or whatnot. <laughs> so I was like, well, if they eating that and they getting this result, I don't really want that result. So I need something different. And so I would choose lettuce and. Cucumbers and vinegar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I always wonder why you did that. Yeah, so even back then, I just, I just, I, just, I wanted something different for myself, you know? And so uh, I didn't know how to get it, but I knew how not to get it. Right. Again, so back to that example, what not to do uh, was critical and it was helpful, you know? So uh, so you say, when did I know? I mean, I've I, I I, I been woke to it. Uh, it, just, it just cultivated itself as time progressed and uh, things started to reveal themselves as I kept going forward. It makes sense. And it, it sounds like fate has like picked you. I mean, to me, it just felt like. Yeah, in I a mean, way, it, it changed everything when that happened. Like, I, I think I think f- you, you want to call it fate or faith or whatever you want to call it, divine intervention or uh, 
you know, whatever the words you have for it, I think it, it's it's chosen us all. That's why we're breathing. Um, it's just a matter of you choosing it too, you know. Right, right. So that inspires you to do to change your major. What inspires you to like moving forward? Like you, what what did you do in your career that a lot of people just don't know that you did? Like I, I know clearly. Yeah, I mean, so if you want to look at how the dominoes kind of fell for the first twenty years of my professional career, um, so at nineteen I became a personal trainer while in college studying to become a personal trainer. Um, started training my college professors, and I uh, also started training some of my, some of my uh, teammates. That's and so, huge. yeah, they were, they were watching. So I was my own guinea pig. So as I was learning about anatomy and physiology and kinesiology in the body, like uh, how it performs under stress, and like uh, how do you put the necessary stress on the body to to make it perform a certain way. And um, again, I was, I was my own guinea pig, and people were watching my, my results. I came into college at 185. I left at 240, and uh. And I was about seven to nine percent body fat when I left. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> seven to I, nine body fat. Yeah. Body fat, y'all realize percent. That. Yeah. So yeah, what? So what? What I was good. doing was actually working, and so people took notice, and uh, and the way I shared the information, I guess, f- felt like it was it helped. Felt like it was achievable for them, and so they they, they bought in. That makes sense. And so, uh, yeah. So then I worked start after I graduated college, um, in December of uh, '03. I got a job after putting in about five applications. Uh, <laughs> Hey, hey, look! Never quit. Yeah, just because you just because you got the juice, don't mean they know it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to keep on sharing it and, right. and, and until they until they uh, until they recognize it, so to speak. And, I understand uh, it. That is. Yeah, and so uh, I finally got a job at, at this uh, national uh, nationally accredited uh, you know uh, health chain. Right. And uh, every three months, my first 15 months, I got promoted. I started off as a personal trainer, uh, then became the lead trainer slash head trainer. Uh, after six months, after nine months, I had my own. At my own gym. Uh, after 12 months, I had two gyms. Stop. Y'all realize what he just said. He said after nine months, he had his own gym. After 12, he had two. You said two, right? Two. I was managing two personal training direct, uh, two, two clubs at the time. Okay, keep going. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> after 15, I had like uh, I had migrated to like the, the top tier. We had 30, 33 clubs at the time in Chicago, I think it was. Check the face. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago is huge. Y'all don't. Y'all know that. So y'all come here all the time. Y'all yeah. need to understand that. And in the in the, in the facility I worked at, uh, they had they had health clubs all over the country. It was 366 clubs uh, total worldwide. Okay. Yeah. 366 top yep. tier, top what five? Top. Well, yo, so, yeah. So by the time, I, so I was there for five and a half years, and uh, by the time I left, I was the number four director in the nation and the number one trainer in the nation from sales. And so. Number uh, <laughs> four. Yeah. I, so as a director, I was number four, and as a trainer, I was number I take one. That. Right. Um, so most most people don't really achieve that type of stuff like individually. I, I did it collectively, you know. And so like uh, I never really talk about like my success um, individually because it was a collective it was a collective uh, award, so to speak. I, did, I didn't win it by myself. That's fair. I mean, that's another reason of saying or another way of saying teamwork. And then you always need somebody else. Yeah, like, I mean, they, like it falls into that. Yeah, like even like me being a trainer, I was like it was because I took a piece of every trainer I had that I, I crossed face with. You know what I mean? Same thing I did in the neighborhood, like to 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 escape that. Um, it's the same thing I did when I was at Belly Total Fitness to help them achieve the things we achieved. Right, right. You know, I had a a, a staff of uh, really qualified uh, individuals um, that pushed me as much as I pushed them. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they knew it or not, that they they were always uh they were always like in my in my peripheral you know what I mean I'm watching what they're doing and studying and learning uh and that, that's a, that's the thing people don't realize like regardless of how much you succeed you're always a student of life 
Right. And so um, it, you always something to learn. That makes sense. Yeah. And so like even even when I even when I um, even though people come to me for advice, I'm still learning from them on a consistent basis. You know. And so I take the approach of a servant leader um, more than anything else. So you're you're the leader that leads by example as well, meaning that not only just tell them what to do, you show them what to do. Man, like so we grew up in a church, you know, and, and like uh, you know, I, I don't have any negative judgment about anything or anyone. Uh, so often though we saw examples of uh do as I say, not as I do. And and like the impact didn't feel like it uh had the same uh same velocity right, right. when it wasn't modeled. Right? And then you'll get to the neighborhood and you'll see guys talking it and walking it. And like, you know, uh the impact was grave. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Neighborhood like, hustling always. Yeah, and so yeah, like, they, and, they and, always then, and then I had my father who was just like uh he, he didn't say shit, but he did everything. You know what I mean? So like it was like this this uh he had like this silent confidence where like uh, you just knew who he was by the way he moved. You know okay. what I mean? And that, that to me was like even more impressive um, because like it's not, it wasn't about what he was doing for himself. Right. It was about the work, it was about the passion, it was about the joy, it was about the love. I'm just doing the thing because I love doing the thing and people need it. Why not? And that's the, that's the best thing to do is, is to do something that you love to do and it just pays off organically. I mean, yeah, it's always a thing. Well, and that, that's part of like, for me, that's like the, the biggest part of my success. Like uh, one of the things you talked about was like uh, motivation. Like uh, I'm my own motivation to be honest. Like I, I, I've always been intrinsically motivated. Like uh, there's something that's out there um, for me to have. I feel like I need to go get it. Right. You know, it's like uh, if it is to be, it's gonna be done by me. Right. And so like uh, it's a hell of a thing, right there. Well, it was not mine. I love our quotes. You know, I saw, <laughs> I saw it at some point. I was like 14 or 15. You know, but it just it, it stood out. Right. Right. Live the days if you uh, dream the days if you live forever. Live the days if you die tomorrow. Oh like, man. <laughs> the, the, these are quotes. Gems. I hope y'all are really y'all yeah. taking this in. Yeah. The, these are quotes to live by, though. You know, it's like uh, like what does that actually mean to live? Uh, I mean, like you know, like when you really break it down, it's like uh, like I say, dream as if you live forever. You know, like really push yourself and like make it elaborate. Like uh, there's nothing that you can't have if you're willing to put the work, effort, time in to create it. But make sure that you know that none of this shit is guaranteed. You know what I mean? So live as if you're going to die tomorrow. So go all out. That's you. Give it everything you got. Go at 100%, 110%, 200%. Whatever percent you seem is, is the top. Just go above and beyond that. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you really don't feel like working, fuck it. Just own that part of it and just don't do shit and just say, I'm, I'm a lazy-ass motherfucker. <laughs> like, it sounds crazy, but, like, th there's magic in owning what you do and who you are. It's better and, than lying, I guess. Yeah. Well, well saying something you would do which you really wouldn't do that makes sense so so back to what you were talking about earlier as far you you mentioned uh you know like modeling modeling like uh like what i what i preach right you know so to me that's that's that's, that's talking about our integrity right and so when you break down integrity uh is when your thinking matches your speaking is when your speaking matches your doing and the reason this is important because like uh you know people always say like uh like uh thoughts thoughts become things and so, like, how how, do, how does a thought become a thing? And we typically do, we, th we typically say what we think, mm -hmm. and we typically do what we say. So ultimately, we're doing what we're thinking, right? If I say what I think and I do what I say, I'm doing what I'm thinking, ultimately, right? So thoughts become things that way. And so it's really important that all these things align. Otherwise, like, you have a gap in your integrity, which means you, regardless of how hard you're shooting, <laughs> you're going to be misfiring because your feet aren't squared with the basket. 
and then and then that, that type of person a lot of times say, oh, well, I'm a good person. It's, it should happen for me. It takes more to being a good person. Preparation plus opportunities is good luck happens, but you still got to be prepared. Otherwise, opportunities will always be around you, and you're going to be missing it. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you're not open to it. That's huge. That's huge. You know, so it does fall in your lap. Yeah. But you're not, you can't recognize it unless you're open and prepared for that. Okay. I got you. It, well, said like a true pro. I mean, at the same time, say like somebody already went through it and understand it completely. Now, you know, we all got experiences, you know, and you can't just take the, the, the L's as losses. You know, they also are learning experiences. And so don't just allow your pain to be pain. You know what I mean? There's also right. wisdom to gain in that pain. You know, it's like uh, you didn't just go through it for the hell of it. Right. You know, and so like, uh, so yeah, you want to really think about like uh, where you are and why you are. You know, how did I get here? Like, take the introspective look. Like, you, you got to have emotional responsibility. You got to have personal responsibility. You know, there's nobody else's fault but your own. And nobody else can help you succeed legitimately but you um, because you got to make that final choice regardless of who tells you what. It's nobody else's fault but yourself. You're right. As a coach, I can devise a plan, but I can't shoot that bitch for you. And and you know what? Just to go ahead and, and feed off of that, <laughs> from also being that personal trainer, you actually did something that's a lot, not a lot of people actually go into. Maybe personal trainers, but a lot, not a lot of people actually understand it, right? So the next thing or the next chapter or something of that next chapter, right? Life coaching. Explain that to me. Explain it to the audience that doesn't understand what life coaching means. Yeah. Before I even get to that part of it, man, like uh, as far as like the, the certification and like the accreditation I, uh, and the experience I, I've, uh, I've gone through, I uh, think back to like uh, my clients and like why they saw so many results, not just in the gym, but out of the gym. I, I've never looked at a client for, for, uh, for the things they said they wanted to accomplish um, as far as their weight loss. Like I, I looked at that person holistically. You know, it's like uh, you can say you want to lose 10 pounds, but for what? In service of. You know, who are you trying to impress? Who, who are you trying to get to see you that ain't looking at you? You know what I mean? And so so often they, 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 they haven't heard it talk to them, that, spoke that way. And so then it opened up so much other stuff. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I found myself doing more mind work than body work um, throughout my whole career. And so it naturally led me to a place like, man, something else – to like this, this, to this mindfulness, you right, know. Right. And so, uh, my father passed away in uh, 2014, December 2014, and I had a, I had one of my closest closer friends uh, that I played flag football with. He's like, man, like the way you talk, bro, is like, you need to check this program out. I'm like, man, get out of there, I'm good. <laughs> He's like, no, nah. like, it's like, trust me, like, you you see it the same way. I was like, yeah, I hear you, dog. You know what I mean? Right, it's, right. It's pushing away. And then when my, my father passed, uh, he had invited me to do a workshop. I did the workshop, and I was just really impressed with how they had aligned um, the information that they had presented. Um, and, and it was ideological coaching, uh, which is the coaching of being, which totally matched who I am. It's always talking about the why behind the what. Stop. You said ideological. Say it again? Ontological. Ontological yeah. coaching. So ontological coaching is, uh, well, ontology is the study of being. That's like uh, your spirituality, essentially. There you go. You know, it's like... Uh, when you walk into a room, like right now we're sitting down doing this interview, we're having a conversation, but who are you being while you're interviewing me? It's that, that's the thing I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, right? It's not just Travis sitting here asking me questions. You're intentionally helping me extract information from myself and my life that I probably typically wouldn't be comfortable sharing otherwise outside of this situation. 
True. You're also being calm and relaxed um, and poised and confident um, even when you mess up. So your being is actually helping me become more comfortable in my being. So you're inspiring me because this is your platform, not mine, right? And so just noticing your being is also allowing me to um, to shift mine in a more confident way. And so that's huge. I appreciate that. Yeah. So 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 when, we, when I think about coaching, um, this program legitimately <laughs> matched uh, my energy. <laughs> um, also, like uh, one of the first stories I heard um, was from the I guess you call it the head coach or like the, should be the COO of the, of the company. Um, but she said that she took this took on this program because she wanted to heal responsibly, and that struck a co- uh, struck a nerve in me because my father, like I said, my father had just passed, not even three weeks before um, I had started the program. Right, right. And so when she said that, I was like, oh, let me think about it from that lens. And so the whole time I was within that program, it helped me heal, or at least work to heal, um, throughout this this this, this tragic uh, time of my life. Right, right. It's huge. Yeah. It also provided the support and love from other individuals that were strangers, but also within. You know, within the, it gave me it gave me a community of, of people that were all um, aligned with supporting everybody's greatest and highest. So that actually helps so. you out with even moving forward through that. Because if you think about it, you already had the love or even interest from the first meeting after that it happened. So for them actually giving you more love, that made you actually you know go into a little bit deeper. So if you guys didn't know, I've I've been to one of his life coaching events in which it was with several kids right so tell us about that program or that project in which you did something for children in the neighborhood so i, I was a mentor for about four and a half years with a children's home and aid and um this is a program that's been around for about 100 years or so um or coming to not-for-profit company been around for about 100 years uh specifically in inglewood is uh where i, I was uh devoting my time and so <clears throat> the program I, I had was uh was partnered with the city of chicago and I had 12 mentees, and uh, it, was, it was the RISE program. Um, and basically every every participant had to have some type of interaction with the law, or running with the law where they was arrested for, uh, whether it be a, you know, a felony, a break-in, or whatever the case may be. They had some type of, some type of interaction with the law. Mm-hmm. And so it was my job to help them think about themselves in a higher, uh, from a higher place, and you know, provide support and structure and, and uh, guidance. Um, just essentially from a different perspective. You know, it was like I want to re, uh, revitalize their mind and help uh, give them something else to look forward to. The crazy part is like, uh, you know, I, I live downtown in Chicago. Inglewood is 10 minutes away, not even. You know, I, I can almost see the neighborhood from where I, my, my high rise. And so you talk about a dichotomy with like these kids who have never really crossed crossed, uh, crossed over downtown. That's crazy. Even though they live so close, they live so far away. Like they can see the building from their houses and they still haven't like said you know what no. well yeah i mean like crossing the street is is, is uh could be life or death you know it's like uh it's, it's not that simple for everybody clearly because well just to let you guys know i don't i mean i don't know his name i don't remember his name but at the same time i remember it was a kid he came in i'm like okay i'm from detroit let me hear your story or something like that so i know yeah one of the one of the young uh dudes he's, he's referencing um had unfortunately got shot about 11 or 12 times uh, right in front of his mom um, and, his, and, his, and his younger sister. Uh, fortunately, he didn't pass away. Um, but while he was recovering um, from these 11, 12 gunshot wounds, um, his mom also had a, uh, she had a stroke and a heart attack at the same time uh, from the stress of his situation. And so while he's recovering, <laughs> he has to go to work 
um, and missed school to provide for his family. You know, this is, and, and the whole <laughs> wow. time he's doing it, you know, essentially with a smile on his face. Right. And you ask him why, he say, who else is going to do it? He's the only one. And that's the, that was the answer. Who else who is going to do, do it? Yeah. And that's crazy because I looked at him, I'm like, man, what? I couldn't, I had no other words. Crazy. Yeah, and, and you talk about why why you, why do you do that type of work? It's like uh, to show them that something else is out there. So basically, I, mean? I guess that leads to the next question. So, what motivates you to motivate others? And that's ah oh, man, like I, I do so much unselfish work, and like I almost feel like a fraud because like most of the shit I do ain't even for the people I'm doing it for. Like I really. That's <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> so like, I, if I think about what's gonna actually motivate myself, uh, it's, it's gonna be an, an example of doing the thing, right? Um, I think it's important to, um, like we talked about, to model your work. Right. And so I use uh, other people to remind myself to do the thing I need to be doing myself. And so selfishly, I, <laughs> when I was at my peak, I was training like 40 clients. I really hated working out. But I feel like if I was telling 40 people twice a week to work out, that's 80 hours a week that I'm repeating the same shit, I gotta be doing it too. You gotta do it too. And so I've always used my clients as an excuse to do the shit I know I need to be doing myself. And um, like anything else, the more you repeat something, the more you learn it. And then the more you learn it, the more you do it. You know better, you do better. And then it becomes you, it, pretty much. It, it becomes myself. And yeah. so I've always, uh, so what motivates me to motivate others is, uh, is the motivation to motivate myself. It's really not about anybody else other than you. That's, that's just what the fuck it boils down to. And like the only person that you have to answer to is yourself at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day. Um, it still it, comes down to you. Yeah, and if you could help somebody in the process, that's even better. Boom, so helping people in the process, and we going on, so we went from, <laughs> coming from the hood, we come from Detroit, and we're here in Chicago, and now we're mentoring kids. And next, it's something that a lot of people talk about, right? You know what I'm saying? They don't necessarily do like a book, right? So an author. You're author of this book. What's the name of the book? Uh, the name of the book is Today I Choose to Be dot, dot, dot. And like <laughs> the dot, dot, dot is essential because like uh, you get to put that in, like whatever you want to put it at the end of that, you get to choose that. And like, um, yeah, this is another one of those selfish projects, man. I was going through uh, some heavy shit in my life and like uh, I knew I had to be an example um, to, a, to a young kid, you know, and I wasn't ready for fatherhood. I wasn't ready for like uh, the responsibility of it. I wasn't ready for none of it, the way it looked. You know what I mean? Like it was, I mean, I put myself in a really shitty city predicament. Understandable. You know, and. Um, As we all do, so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a part of learning yourself and a part of growing. I understand. You know, at the time it was like, it was nothing worse. And now it's like, you know, it's one of the best things that happened. Uh, just uh, based on how I was fortunate enough to respond to it, you know. Um, but yeah, I was really just writing to myself to, to to remind myself I had confidence and I wanted to heal myself and uh, I knew I couldn't stop going. I had just, <laughs> I had just left this job. I told you I was the number four director in and the number one trainer and I was making really good money before I left and uh, went from making really good money to making nothing. You know, I was on the, I was on the west side of Chicago uh, in Lawndale. Uh, Lawndale and, 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 and Inglewood go head and head, and head uh, for the most murders per capita. You know what I mean? And so I, I was definitely uh, Feeling my, my hood roots. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It was like home, but yeah. in a whole different area. But in a whole different area with no, knowing nobody but, but yourself. Not a damn person. And so, yeah, so what it, what it did for me, though, is it took me back to a time um, and an energy in which I knew I needed to, to be more than myself. 
You know what I mean? Mortar myself. Okay, explain that because a lot of people don't understand what mortar myself means. Yeah, you know, sometimes you hear people say like, uh, oh, I gave it my all. Like, I tried my best. And they, they, they stopped there like, oh, as if their best was fucking good enough. Like, sometimes your best is not going to be good enough. You know what I mean? So you got to give it more than, than what you think you got. And so when I'm talking about giving, give, being more than myself, it's like uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chime into uh, this collective energy, right? And so the collective energy is called the spirit or call it God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Just call it Jesus' will. You know what I mean? Like, who gives a damn, right? But the thing, though, is like uh, tapping into this thing called faith. It's like this belief in like uh, the unseen and unknown. Right. And um, yeah, and just like just it's like tapping into like, to that, that thing and just like uh, being dogmatic about it. Like just going like ham. Straight, straight forward as hard as you can to that specific yeah. goal. Yeah, and not so much the action of it, but like the belief of it. You know what I mean? Like, like truly, like truly, like digging into like uh, why you believe what you believe. Like, if I don't believe it, I, there's, there's no achieving it, right? Right. Back to the cliches. Cliche, cliche all day. They matter. It does. Cliches matter, you know. <laughs> but uh, like number one cliche is, I mean, that's at least top ten. Yeah, you I mean, believe you achieve. Well, for sure. Like you know, like people always say, oh, seeing is believing, but you you only see what you actually believe. So it's actually believing is seeing. So your belief system is what matters the most, right? Ah, there you go, flipping it around. That, that's definitely messing my head up right now. There they go flipping it around <laughs> and fucking up to make everybody else backwards, right? And so like, you can't just take what I'm saying or what somebody else is saying for, for, for truth, right? Um, this may or may not work for you. It just happened to be working for me based on my goals and my, you know, whatever setup I got for myself. That's huge. But what really is gonna work for you is you taking that introspective look in the mirror um, and really figuring out what makes you tick and what pushes your buttons. And then being responsible for putting yourself in a situation that's going to um, reflect those buttons being pushed so you can actually achieve on the things you say. <laughs> it's not enough to learn it. You got to actually apply it. Right. There you go. So there's no point in just learning. Yeah. Do the shit that you say you're going to do. Pretty much. And so so the book became like, so back to the book, right? And right. So like, like I say, we, today I choose to be, I knew every day, I needed to make another choice, right? And it wasn't enough that I brushed my teeth yesterday, I gotta choose to do it again today. Right. It wasn't enough that I worked out yesterday, I gotta choose to do it again today, right? The sun ain't say, the sun don't say I'm tired of shining. Every day, that motherfucker's shining, right? And so again, my examples, um, you know, my, my examples of like the things that motivated me, inspired me, are things that are consistently um, doing the things they're supposed to be doing to get the results they wanna get, right? And so the book is a way for you to practice mindfulness. Huge. And it, it is. It's like, you know, if I want to get better at working out, I work out more. I want to get better at getting smarter, I need to be reading more, right? And so it's going to help you expand um, your, conscious, your consciousness and also your connection with yourself. And that's, man, like a lot of people don't have a lot of those books that they can actually easy read. I think like a lot of people should actually purchase this book because like every day is something, right? Like, so for like, for instance, today, like give, it a, give us an example, like, Today is what, like the 20th, right? And in the book, it has the 20th like notes. You probably don't have it, but I probably do. Well, my phone's right there. We don't grab my phone. I'll, I'll read it for us. Man. You know, I don't mind reading it. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. I even got it on here. I knew I was going to be reading it, so. <laughs> I'll just grab my phone. Here you go. Boom, I got it right there. Yeah, so so today today's message, ironically. Um, ironically. It, it, you know, it, bro, I, that's weird, too. Uh, uh, before you even start. Yeah. Okay. I know you're about to say this, but. Take him back. 
a lot of times during the date in which the book conveys certain things. Have you ever been to church, right? <laughs> and the preacher is sometimes he hitting. Sometimes he's not hitting that is. Like sometimes you looking like, all right, bro, he's he's selling that to somebody else, or that energy is meant for somebody else. But then it's some days you go to church and you be like, I know he's not talking to me. You look at yourself, you look at your neighbor, you start talking, you're like, dang, I know he's not talking to me. Like, that's what this book feels like. Every single time I, I swear, it's something I'm going through. And then either you would text it or I just read the book and be like, yo, what's up? Yeah. So like so part of the part of the energy in which I I, I wrote the book in, bro, is just like uh like I was writing in the spirit. Like like the shit I was going through was hurting me so bad and I had no answers. It's like it was, <laughs> it, it was like before I would write, I would just say, you know, uh give me the thing I need to see so I can be the thing I need to be. And then I just started writing. You know, and it's and I just I just kept on repeating that. That's crazy. You know, and so I like so when I when I when I would come back into it, um, you know I had a, I had a, I create systems and patterns. You know what I'm saying like, uh, if you don't create structure within your uh, within your organization or your thought process, uh, your foundation is going to crumble, right? So I create structure with everything I do, and so um, and everything I do I attempt to do it the same way, right? right. So taking take, taking you back to like the influences of uh, of like the neighborhood, like I had people in the church, I had people in the street. You know, I had people that was kind of mixed, doing doing a bunch of things, you know. And one of the things I learned was, like, everybody in church wasn't good and everybody in the street wasn't bad. That's huge. It is because, Cause like. Because Sister Mary out here cussing people out. Whooping ass. <laughs> and taking names. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, but God know her heart, so she's going to be all right. God know my heart. You know. <laughs> and uh, But it was huge, though, because it, it taught me that all things in life uh, derive from the same basic principles. The only differences reside within the concepts uh, and scenarios. So when you know your your basic principles and the things that help you succeed in basketball, I'm taking it to football. I'm taking it to baseball. I'm taking it to the classroom. I'm taking it to being a friend. I'm taking it to being a brother. And everything else I do, I'm be doing the same way because these are the things that help me succeed. Putting hundred percent energy yeah. behind it. And success is something I desire, so I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be doing the things that help me do that. Why right? not? <laughs> so yeah, so so every message is kind of written that way. So it doesn't gotcha. matter where you pick up the book mm-hmm. um, or where you are in your life. Everything that you read is going to be something relevant, and you, you, you could put yourself in that space. My goal wasn't to like write the best book ever. Uh, my goal was to write a book that was going to be impactful to anybody who touched it, regardless yeah. of how old you are, how, how young you are. Um, it doesn't have anything from a you know. Uh, it doesn't have anything that's uninviting. That's huge. You know what I mean? That's huge, and it makes you comfortable too. If you think about it, you read this book, it makes me feel like, yo, we in the same room talking and just having a conversation. You just giving me good vibes and. It's, it's respectful, <clears throat> the book. You know what I mean? Like it's like a, like so you don't read it and feel like uh, oh he, he talking to somebody else. Right, right. Like it's always relatable. That's right. huge. That's <clears throat> huge. And so from there, I mean, how do you purchase a book? Because I know a lot of people are looking like, man, it's, he's giving me gems left and right. This book is what it is. You're doing this and this and that. How do we purchase this book? Yeah, it's on Amazon.com. Okay. You know, uh, just look up Marcus Lucy, M A R C U S L U C Y, or uh, today I choose to be. Uh, either way to come up, and it's spelled um, just like that. Today I choose to be, and it just pop up, right? Just like that. Just like that. You working on any other books? Like, if you have any other thoughts? Any other things that you might actually, you know, evolve something like that? Chapter two of this? I don't know. What's um, yeah, I mean, I got some ideas, man, and I got some deadlines based on some goals I set earlier in the year, and so uh, I got some structure in my head I've been creating. Uh, More structure. There you go. 
Yeah, and so I want to I want to do a couple kid versions. Uh, one is going to be uh, today I choose to be for kids. Uh, the other one's going to be um, more of a uh, like depicting some of the energy that I would get from one of the messages and having a kid kind of live his life through that. That's that interesting because you think about it now. In today's world, COVID, right? You got mm -hmm. staying at home. Some parents got to go. Some people got to get shot. Some people got to do this. It's so different for a kid. Some kids don't even get a chance to see other kids at this point in time. I know that has to be something that you think about. It's something like, like in this type of book. Like that's huge. Yeah, and it's one of those things like uh like I say like especially for like the for anybody who's ever like shunned solitude or aloneness. Mm. Like uh people think that because they're alone that they're, they're not good enough or um you know, people don't like them or whatever the case may be and like in the absence of solitude it, it makes it really hard for you to learn who you are as an individual. And I think it's important for, for kids and adults uh, to spend time with themselves, um, you know, f figuring it out. I got you. Yeah. And and, and not to get too far ahead no, on, on the books and what else I got going on, um, I do want to read this message, though, that you brought Kill up. Kill the message. This is April 20th. Okay. <clears throat> so, so, Break it down. So every day has a message. I, brought, I, wrote, I wrote about 450 of them, but 366 got to the book. Right, so every day, and one for good luck, unless it's leap year. But today is uh, April 20th. Today I choose to be tending to myself. Although I care about those around me, it is not my responsibility to provide them with solutions or handle their problems. I am compassionate and empathetic, but I realize that each individual must learn his unique lessons in order to rise to his next level. I refuse to distract myself from my own need to, for growth by focusing on the plights of others. My power lies in my ability to create boundaries. And every message starts with today I choose to be, and every message ends with my power lies in my ability to. One of the things I want to remind people every single day is um, that you have a choice, that you have power. And if you choose to focus your energy on something that's actually meaningful and passionate, um, there's no way you won't see yourself through. We typically fail when we attempt to please other people uh, we attempt to live the dreams of other people, whether it be our moms or our dads or our religion, our coworkers, uh, our friends, our Instagram <laughs> followers, <laughs> or whatever people do with the social media thing these right, days. Right. Um, but the one person you can't hide from is yourself. And you can have a filter, you can have whatever else, you know what I mean? But like, you can't hide from yourself. There's no filter, right? And so um, the only way to really like, you know, be content with who you are is by by looking in the mirror and doing the work. That's huge. Doing the work. Doing the work. Now, that's a, a great transition into the next thing we're going to talk about, actually doing the work. So with all this work you've been doing, um, man, it led you to this next step in which sure, I'll let you handle that one. Look, I'm proud of you, and it's not even finished yet. So let me know what's going on with your life. What's going on with you? Yeah, it sounds like you're referencing um, this this gym that I got on the horizon, and uh, it's called Urban Grind. And um, you know, it, on one hand, it sounds like such a huge blessing, you know, and 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 it is, you know. It but is. Like, but but also, like I recognize that, uh, man, if you got a vision big enough, and like you trust that it actually can come true. And you're not scared to put it out there. It's like motherfuckers start believing that shit. 
and start going as hard as you are to make the vision come true. Like, like I think about the gym and like what it actually means, you know, like uh, on one hand is it has the potential to be like a ridiculous cash cow, right? But at this point, I don't need the gym. I've been trading on my own, you know? And so like, uh, I've been fortunate to be super like uh, successful with the clients I have. Um, and I'm not even like looking to be like the best trainer anymore. Like, but with the gym though, I think about like the world, like where we are and like uh, as a people and how divided it feels, you know? And like the gym is like, like sports, it's always, always like a unification type of thing. And like, uh, I, I don't know, it's, I, I, have this, I have this thing inside of me, like just, it always points to, to, uh, to, towards togetherness. And that's what this gym is, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's, it's gonna be a river north um, in, a, in, a, in a very affluent area. And, I'm gonna, <laughs> and part of what I'm gonna be doing with the gym is, like, is, 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 is marrying some of the things I used to do. So from this gym, uh, it's gonna be a spinoff for the rec center. Um, I'm gonna also have mindfulness workshops. I'm gonna also include dance, um, other programs that a lot of gyms don't, don't, don't have. Um, a chiropractor, uh, masseuse, a nutritionist. Uh, we got a dope rooftop, so we're gonna have rooftop yoga. Um, that's gonna be dope. Uh, personal trainers, of course. Um, but it's, it's mainly a group fitness studio yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna incorporate life coaching, um, mentorship, and uh, and so a lot of a lot of athletes um, from the neighborhood don't have access to facilities to train. And so they're really good at sports, but they don't, they don't have the things or the tools that help take them to the next level. And so I'm gonna get some sponsorships to make sure that they can afford these top-notch programs. Um, and with these programs, it's not just gonna be geared towards their athletic training. Um, a huge gap with athletes going from high school to college uh, is, 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 is uh, the mental lapse, right? Yeah. Uh, or, or the educational or intellectual support, right? Because that's the goal, is to straight get there. Yeah, and like people expect uh, people all of a sudden, man, he make all his money. I don't know why he blew it. Well, he didn't have any financial literacy training, and so we're going to be talking about those things as well. Um, and so I want to help support uh, the community um, in every way, shape, or form. Like when you come to my gym, um, the one thing you're going to feel more than anything else is like I'm, I, I, I feel included. I feel at home, um, and not to be <laughs> not to be like all on Planet Fitness, but it's a safe space. There's no judgment zone. But but in reality, that's that's what that's what I create. I create I create a space that everybody feels welcome, um, and feels they feel okay for, to be themselves. And when you feel okay to be yourself, then you can really like go balls out. That's, yeah, pause. But at the same time, it's not a pause because <laughs> you kind of do want to go as, as hard as you want to go. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pause. But at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, if you guys didn't know already, I'm on Facebook posting this shit. But at the same time, I lost a ton of weight, and that could not have been done without any type of motivation, inspire, you know, inspiration of everything that you've done, everything that you actually put in. And actually, to even add to that, for you saying it being comfortable, like a lot of people don't understand that the gym is really a safe haven. At the end of the day, you can be big, small, whatever. If you're on the court, you playing basketball, this is just an example. If you busting somebody's ass and you big as hell, I'm picking him. I don't give a fuck how he look. So... I don't care if he was, went through shame, whatever. He's getting picked on the fact of just skill and not how he looks, and that's huge. And a lot of people don't have that. So, 
Yeah, the, the gym provides, man. Like it, it's, it's a reminder to for you to be confident. Like you, you can't get confident. Like p- people aren't confident in the absence of work. You know, right. it's like uh, it doesn't just come because I got older. Or it doesn't just come because I got money. Like confidence is an earned skill that you got to put the work in to get every single day. And, and like the beauty of being at the gym is, regardless of how big you are, or how small you are, it's gonna always be somebody stronger. It's always be somebody weaker. Um, but we all are here working to get better, and that's 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 what I promote: togetherness um, and support. You know, and so like uh, yeah, that's 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 the energy I emit. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter where you are on your journey. This is a place for you. That's huge. That's huge. So past that, I know you're gonna have. I mean, this is a time of safety, right? So what are the protocols in which you might or will um, place? I mean, you know, that's, that's another thing. Like, why would you open a gym in the middle of a pandemic? You know, and it's one of those situations where. Why not? not? You know, and so like a thing is like with anything else, like, uh, yeah, you want to be safe. And so we're going to have temperature checks, uh, face masks going to be required. Uh, Definitely going to, we won't be at full capacity, you know, um, so classes are going to be smaller. So we have, have the, uh, have the room to, to uh, space out. Um, Yeah, some outside too. Yeah. And and what, and what, and what, where we're located, um, in River North, um, is access to, like I say, to, to work out outside as well. And so, um, as safe as we could be, we are. Um, but the pandemic is not an excuse not to be your best self and put in the work. That's huge. Because a lot of people are still going out anyway, and they not they just they just going out just to party. So if you coming out to work and do your craft your body and your temple and everything of that nature, why not come and do something productive? Yeah, and I can I can de- I can definitely dig that. And the, and the fact of the matter is, we can always make an excuse not to be, but it'll never be valid enough for you to actually not not to succeed. Excuses. You already know what those are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and, and so give me your location as where you're located. Give me well, the possible location. Yeah, well, it's River North is where it's going to be. Like, okay. uh, if it's not, if it's River North, that's what it is. Yeah, right River there. North of Chicago. I mean, if you're familiar with Chicago, you you know what River North is. It's, it's pretty much the heart of downtown. That's huge. And yeah. what's the, okay? So what's the website? Yeah, you, you if you want if you want to look for some some more information to follow, it's going to be a ug shy c h i dot com. All right, you heard it here first, man. The gym. The mogul, the icon, the one and only Mr. Marcus Lucy here talking about his gym and everything that goes along with it. Now, before you leave, man, this is a podcast that talks about everything life. All right. So my question, we're going to have a little bit of fun. All mm-hmm. right. We don't normally have this, but we go ask you this question just in case, you know, you just had this in your thoughts. So this is a special edition of Past It Friday. So this is on Tuesday. This is 420. So we are, we're here, on, you know, on Tuesday asking these questions. So my question to you is for everybody else on Past It. Fridays, you're going to get this question, by the way. Name the top five people that you would pass it to, living or dead, that you would want to, like, kick it with. If you had a chance to pass it to somebody, five people, living or dead, have a conversation with, who would you pass it to? Man, five is, is a small number. Five is a small number? Yeah. You're trying to have a whole group, huh? No, nah, you know, <laughs> not necessarily at the same time. That's fair. You know, um... And this this is gonna be in no particular order. Okay. You know what I mean? But uh, man, on the strength of Jesus, I fuck with that motherfucker, bro. Like I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to smoke with Jesus, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's number one. That's that's draft pick number one. Yeah, I mean, Who would it, not want to smoke with Jesus. Again, not in no particular order. I just feel like he was a dope ass dude based on what everything I done heard. So like uh, you know, <laughs> like right, I, right. I ain't really here to take everybody else's word for it. You know what I'm saying? That's, so, that's fair. I would love to hear what he has to say. It's huge. But, but, Why doesn't anybody say that? I don't, I don't know, but like he was like the, <laughs> he, <laughs> he feels like the ultimate like servant leader. You know what I'm saying? So like uh, 
So in the, in the vein of that, like uh, like like most of the shit I do, bro, like I, I don't I don't want a pat on the back, right? You know what I mean? I don't I don't need the accolades. You know what I'm saying? Like, and part of, part of my my humility is is what's held me back. I I, I believe uh, for so long. You know what I'm saying? But like, uh, but anyway, Jesus, like he was he was a cool ass dude. I, I definitely want to pass it to him. That's fair. That's number one. Yeah. Okay, Jesus, um, number one, number two, traffic. It's hard to follow that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Marcus Aurelius. You know, he he talked some cool shit. He was a philosopher. He was an emperor, you know what I mean? Like, he was a couple different things at once. Uh, seemed like he was a cool-ass dude. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Explain that you know? one. A lot of people don't know who Stephen Hawking is. Uh, you know, I, I, I think he was an astrophysicist or something like that. But either uh, way. Astrophysicist. He was just a really smart dude, you oh, know? Man. And, and uh, he had a he had a unique perspective on, like, the universe. And, like, uh, yeah, I, I fuck with him too. As of before, <laughs> we got one more, man. That's just, that, I thought that was three. A, that was the only time we got top five. That was three. That was three? Jesus, Marcus Aurelius, Stephen Hawking. That was three. Yeah. Damn, I can't be that lit. What time is it? Oh, yeah. Man. I might be. I'm, fu- it before? I'm, I'm fucking with Albert Einstein, bro. Albert Einstein. And, and Tesla, though. So at the same time, no homo. Uh, pause. <laughs> All inclusive to everything and everyone. Uh, but I got to go with Albert Einstein and Tesla at the same time. You know what I mean? And that's number four. That's and, number four at the same time. Yeah, and, and in the vein and in the vein of same time, bro, like, man, like you talk about influences and like and like uh inspirations. And like it, in my whole like athletic career, like regardless of what sport I've played since high school, there are only two people I listened to before a game. Tupac and DMX. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it be flag football, intramural basketball, or like game day on Saturday in college sports. Like I only listen to DMX and Tupac before a game. Rest in heaven, DMX, by the way, we gotta say that. And Pac, you know what I mean? And Pac, of course. I can't miss him. And everybody else I said they did as fuck too. But my point though <laughs> is because of their works, they're still alive. And that's why I fucks with them. That's my top five slash seven. Slash seven. I'll take that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> inclusion, man. Look. Check out his book. You guys don't know. Now you know. Today I choose to be. Um, this is my guy. Check out this gym, UG slash or dash CHI uh, dot com. Definitely hit him up. It's going to be in Chicago. Look it up. Marcus Lucy. Yeah. This is the guy. This is the man. What else you want to say? My bad, bro. Like, you know, I don't, I don't talk about my life coaching skills a lot. You know what I mean? Just because, like I said, I like to be a ghost and be behind the scenes. And, that, and that's really what coaching is. It's like a, it's an opportunity to partner with people um, to help them structure. Um, their lives in a way that's uh, that creates manageable, actionable items in their life. You know what I'm saying? To help them hold themselves accountable um, to achieve the things they say they want to achieve. And so you want to look for me to do more of that stuff for you uh, together, so to speak. You can uh, look me up at uh, MarcusLucy.com. Um, Straight M-A-R- like that. Yeah, M-A-R-C-U-S-L-U-C-Y.com. Um, and don't let my lack of enthusiasm in my voice <laughs> uh, detour you from uh, oh, the, the gym I am in your life. Man, chill that out, man. It's 11.30 right now. <laughs> yeah, Y'all yeah. realize a lot of people that's even watching, if they're not or if they're watching, lit right now. Surprised. If you're up right now, I appreciate you. That's number one. Number yeah. two, we always appreciate the guests on our show. Marcus Lucy, man, look. Appreciate you for coming on the show, bro. Look, anytime you want to come back on the show, give us some more knowledge, give us some more facts. Anything you want to do, let me know. You got my blessing. You all life certified. I appreciate you, boss. Oh, my God. Man, Thank you, sir. Next up, bro, we got another segment of the show. We got another artist of the week. We got another question, actually. Um, stick around before we get to the next question. So the question 
before the next segment is, what is the name of Jaleel White's new cannabis strain? Again, what is the name of Jaleel White's new cannabis strain? Stay tuned. Stay locked. We'll be right back. Um, some more information on life chisel away radio. i had to chisel away i got a chisel away chisel away i got a chisel away i had to chisel away i cannot worry about what happened in my past i could only focus on the day i cannot worry about what happened in my past i could only focus on the day chisel away you got a chisel away you got a chisel away chisel away you got a chisel away you got a chisel away you cannot worry about what happened in your past you can only focus on the day you cannot worry about what happened in your past you can only focus on the day chisel away I gotta chisel away, gotta figure out a way. If you heard the first tape, then you know that I gotta make sure that my whole family straight. This is for the eight, and all my niggas run away. This one for mama, this for Tate. Just know that I pray every night and every day. Oh, Lord, can you please make a way? I know that you hear me, even though I don't see clearly. I got a chick that love me dearly. She wanna be near me, but all I wanna do is music and be alone while I do it, yeah, yeah. But if I don't show her how special she is, I might lose her, yeah. Said if I don't show her how special she is, I might lose her, yeah. But I just gotta keep chiseling, gotta keep scrimmaging anyway to get these minutes in. Granny Mac, cause I ain't visiting. I just wanna get her out the hood so she can stay way in the hill. For real, but she ain't gotta pay no bill. I'm just trying to keep it real. But I gotta hone my skills. Then maybe we can live a little with the Rolls Royce, with the wheels, the OGs and the Lil. Watch them niggas pop a silk. While I sip on this douce in my bad bitch sip on Bombay. I reflect and resurrect while I just chisel and chisel away. I had to chisel away. I got to chisel away. Chisel away. I got to chisel away. I had to chisel away. I cannot worry about what happened in my past. I could only focus on the day. I cannot worry about what happened in my past. I could only focus on the day. Chisel away. You got to chisel away. You got to chisel away. Chisel away. You got to chisel away. You got to chisel away. You cannot worry about what happened in your past. You can only focus on the day. You cannot worry about what happened in your past. Yes, sir. This is DJ Spinks. You're our tune in to life happens radio that was actually ray or or ray jr that is this is my guy ray jr if y'all didn't know he actually has some dope music if you like this music definitely check him out on spotify um his name is ray jr and his ig name is the real ray jr if he's actually tuning in i had to check shout him out real quick because this is his music and he is the artist of the week so more than likely because he's actually the artist of the week that means he will uh be a guest on the show uh, so we can actually showcase a little bit more of his music and update you on what the hell he's actually doing. I mean, that's only fair, right? If I'm using your music, and more than likely, your ass gonna be on the show. Um, I like his album, man. He actually got about five songs on there, but there's some dope records. All right, so check him out on Spotify, iTunes. He actually is on iTunes as well. Um, so check him out, man. Um, next up, the trivia question we have. For the second segment, uh, this <laughs> the question was, what is the name of Jaleel White's new cannabis strain? Now, if you were paying attention, I actually said this in the first segment. And if you weren't, and you probably, you know, rewinded and everything, then there you go. But the name of the second strain is, or name of Stephen, or the name of Jaleel White's new cannabis strain is called Purple Urkel. And you could have said, actually... Stefan as well because well Stefan is the second strand that he actually currently has so that's actually going to be huge uh, Jalil man congratulations once again like I said hopefully I get you on the show one day one of these days when I have everything working and going <laughs> um, but at the same time um, 
congratulations, man. That's actually huge. So, all right. The next segment is canication. I call this cannabis education. All right. Now, this is education is about is education about cannabis and what to know and what you need to know or what you could know. It's just more information and to get you more hip on um, things that have been around forever and new things that are coming around. So, um, this is definitely some great information. Um, the question that has been asked of me the most is actually what is the difference between THC and CBD? And my question to you is which one do you prefer if you know about them already? All right. So um, if anything, comment below or just let me know which one you actually prefer, CBD or THC. Now, um, th this information has actually been posted on healthline.com. Um, it's, it's pretty much common as knowledge that, I mean, I would think you would know, but if you don't know, um, it's some stuff I can definitely tell you. Uh, THC is an abbreviation. All right. Now it's an abbreviation for tetrahydrocannabinoid. All right. So it's not cannabinoid. It's cannabinoid. Tetrahydrocannabinoid. All right. Now I understand now why they always call it THC instead of tetrahydro all right unless some people are like you know what who got that hydro remember that that hydro old song like old school people say hydro all right or old school dealers i think they said hydro you got that hydro bro like that shit was crazy i don't know about that but i mean it is what it is on some people who actually call it that now tac is actually the chemical responsible for most of the marijuana's psychological effects all right now i say most because well CBD does have a psychoactive, like, strain that's in the drug. Like, it does have a psychoactive drug or a psychoactive reaction, all right? But it just has a different type of one, you know, right? So THC is actually the one that, you know, it gives you that feeling of, you know, not drowsy. Not always drowsy. Now, it actually is different strands, all right? THC has strands of sativa. They have indica. So sativa is the upper, which means you'll be more, you know, uh, I guess more upbeat. It gives you energy or anything, anything of that nature. And then indica kind of relaxes you, kind of, you know. So as a matter of fact, indica has a lot of CBD in it as well because CBD is actually something that relaxes you as well. You know what I mean? So THC has indicas, sativas, and they have something called hybrid in which they have anywhere per, from percentages of, I don't know, about, say for instance, an example would be uh, a THC, a hybrid that has 33% sativa and 66% uh, indica, and then they have 1% CBD in the uh, whole strain itself. And that's something that they have, you know. So it would be a upper, a downer, and a midder in which, you know, you can definitely still uh, feel the high, the high sensation, of course. You know, it produces that high, but, you know, you'll be able to function with a hybrid and a sativa. Indicas, maybe not, but it just depends on your level of, you know, potency with your own self. So that's something you need to check out. Um, so basically, it can be consumed. Now, THC can be consumed by smoking cannabis, and it also is available with oils, edibles, tinctures, capsules, and more. All right. So in my opinion, I prefer THC. All right. So THC is something that I prefer only because, well, it has about 12% of THC at least that's like the most well not the reggies because those might actually have 10 percent, but 
<laughs> most of the THCs that actually come um, have about 12% of THC um, in the product. All right. Now, CBD, on the other hand, has about 0.3. All right. Now, if it's actually past 0.3% of THC, then it's, it's not considered CBD. As a matter of fact, one, if it has 0.31, whatever, they will cancel out that whole batch and say that batch is bad. That's THC, you know, as far as it is with us. And then your batch of CBD, uh, flour, anything of that nature that has that is ruined for the most part. So um, a lot of people that does CBD, I, I commend them wholeheartedly because that's something that's, that's, that's rare and it's hard to do. Um, now, cannabis and hemp come from, you know, hemp and cannabis come from the cannabis sativa plant. Now, that's the CBD part of it, and that's the abbreviation. CBD is abbreviation for cannabinoid, all right? And it's one of many cannabinoids, all right? So it's a chemical compound found in marijuana and hemp. Now, this cannabinoid doesn't create the high effect, but it can relax you, all right? A lot of people actually take it to uh, become relaxed. As a matter of fact, um, Cannabis or CBD oils are used for various conditions. I mean, you have CBD oils that helps out with seizures and inflammation, pain, psychosis, mental disorders. I mean, even like inflammatory bowel disease, like nausea, migraines. Now, this is all from the healthline.com. Nausea, migraines, depression, anxiety, and more. Like, think about that. You have depression, anxiety, you take some CBD, and you actually cure it. It's just pretty... It's pretty dope. Now, for people that don't actually know, CBD is actually not bad. THC is not bad either. It's just you feel it more. So you feel like you're doing, like you're not drunk, but, you know, it, it really just depends on your your level of potency within your body. So if you think about it, um, it uses its own natural chemicals from your own body to react to whatever or however much potency it is in the drug. So um, that's something that it's used to know. So THC does help with conditions as well. It's different than CBD. So with that being said, it helps with pain, muscle spasms, glaucoma, insomnia, low appetite, munchies, of course, right? Nausea and anxiety. So it helps with some of the same things that help with CBD, except it's a psychoactive drug that is more psychoactive than CBD. And that's just what it is. Um, if you want to, more than likely I'll produce this. Uh, I'll produce a CBD and THC chart on a page um, on my Facebook page. If you go to facebook.com forward slash life happens radio, or if you go to my Twitter page, which is twitter.com uh, forward slash life HR radio, or it's H radio. So life H radio. All right. At twitter.com. All right, so check out the comments. So um, that was it for that segment real quick. That was just some canication for you guys, something real simple. We'll dive deeper into this information a little bit later uh, because of the interview, which is not a bad thing. He had some great information that actually was helpful for me, not only me, but other people that I'm pretty sure that listen. But um, we'll dive deep, you know, more deep into what the difference between CBD and, and, and THC. All right, so um, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Life Happens Radio. Also hit me up on Twitter at Life H Radio. All right. Um, next up, our trivia question, man. 
which one do you prefer? First and foremost, I do want to know that. So I do want to know which one do you prefer, CBD or THC? Um, and the trivia question for number three, all right? So the number three trivia question, or life trivia question, you call it, um, is what is the limit amount? What is the limit or what is the legal limit amount of THC that can be added to CBD to be considered federally legal to sell? All right, let me ask that question one more time. In CBD, what is the legal limit amount of THC that can be added to be considered federally legal to sell? All right. Next up, we have our strain of the week. And also we have our motivation of the week um, coming up in our next segment. Coming up as far as music is concerned is another song from Ray Jr. called WWND. If you didn't know what that means, that's What Would Nipsey Do? That's actually a nice classic song from him. Actually, I like the song the best. Make sure you follow him on Instagram at the real Ray Jr. That's T H E R E A L R A Y J R. The real Ray Jr. Uh, coming up next is your motivation and your strain of the week. Let's get it. Man, ever since he died, I, I find myself in situations, and I ask myself, what would Nip do? Love. Look what happened when you grind Look what happened when you sit back and take your time Man, that pussy had me throwed off Look what happened when I finally started cutting all them hoes off Look what happened when you grind Time to open up a book and elevate your mind And just light a split on one for nip and ask yourself, man Hey, what would nip do? Look what happened when you grind Look what happened when you sit back and take your time Man, that pussy had me throwed off Look what happened when I finally started cutting all them hoes off Look what happened when you grind Time to open up a book and elevate your mind And just light a split on one for nip and ask yourself, man Hey, what would nip do? Tupac of my generation Oh yeah Hey, what would nip do? Black nigga trapped me, can't change it Hey, what would nip do? Know your genius, you just can't claim it What's good, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? This is DJ Spinks. You're tuned in to Life Happens Radio. If you did not know, now you know. We're here to love, motivate, and inspire. And make sure that you die right here on Life Happens Radio, home of the Feel Good Spot and Passive Fridays. All right. That was Ray Jr. That was Ray Jr. with his latest hit, What Would Nip Do, WWND, on his latest album, Q4. Um, That is our feature artist of the week. Um, He will be showcased throughout the show until the next feature artist will be shown. And then from there, our feature artists normally get interviewed. So more than likely, you will get an interview from Ray Jr. um, on what he's doing now, his upcoming information and what he want to do. And anything else that he wants to actually showcase or share, um, it's up to him. Um, but he actually has um, a spot in our platform to showcase his information. So, with that being said, uh, we're here in segment four. We're here with the strain of the week. We're, we pretty much just find a popular strain, highlight it for the week's show, and, you know, just showcase what's good out there or what I like, as a matter of fact. Um, or what's actually popping in the latest trends. Um, the first strain of the week is, for me, called Gorilla Glue. 
I love Gorilla Glue. If you did not know about Gorilla Glue, definitely go try it out at your local dispensaries. Um, it's pretty much a hybrid strain, man. So it's, it's a potent hybrid strain. And it delivers like, you know, like a hard punch to the face, honestly. Not necessarily a hard punch that makes you like, like it hurts. It's more so like, you know, it, it takes you back for a minute. It's refreshing, you know. it. So based on Leafly.com, um, Gorilla Glue is considered the potent hybrid strain that delivers a heavy-handed euphoria re and relaxation. So it leaves you like feeling glued to the couch. It's chunky, resin-covered buds fill the room with pungent, earthy, and sour aromas inherited from its parent strains. Um, and so that's their definition of it. My definition of it is I like the freshness of, freshness of the flower. Like. The flower itself is, is pretty fresh. And when you actually inhale, it's, it's like a fresh sensation that comes out. So it's not like you're, you know, smoking an indica that makes you like not necessarily drowsy, but it relaxes you. It more so, you know, gives you type of like a, a little bit of a kick as well as a sensation. All right. So if you're actually feeling that, definitely go ahead and check out some Gorilla Glue. They're actually on number four now. So I didn't even know they had different numbers for it on Leafly. Like that's crazy how they're on number four of a certain strain. Like, is it stronger? I'm very interested as to why they call it number four. But um, moving on from that, man. Um, if you oh the question. So, do we have a question today? We did. So before we actually go into the motivation of the day, after the strain of the day or strain of the week, um, we have a trivia question in which I forgot to actually. Um, put into our answer so the trivia question or answer to the trivia question that i had said before and the trivia question is uh for cbd what is the legal limit amount of thc that could be added to it to be considered federally legal to sell so how much thc can you add to cbd before it can be deemed illegal pretty much and the answer to that is 0.3 all right now, if it goes point past point three, it's considered THC and it's considered over the amount for CBD consumption. Um, so they don't even deem it as good CBD or good flower of a CBD strain if it goes past point three. That's kind of crazy to me, but that's the answer. Uh, the motivation for closing is today. Um, we're just gonna reiterate what. Marcus Lucy actually said earlier, man. So today is April 20th. I usually use these today's I choose to be as my weekly motivation or my daily motivation to be perfectly honest with you. So um, you can actually pick up today I choose to be on Amazon.com and Kindle. Just look up today I choose to be by Marcus Lucy and you'll definitely see that book available. And it's readable, like an easy read, but like very informational. And also, it doesn't cost that much. So definitely go pick it up for me. Um, today, I choose to be. So the motivation of closing is this. Uh, today, I choose to be tending to myself. Although I care about those around me, it is not my responsibility to provide them with solutions or handle their problems. I am compassionate and empathetic. But I realize that each individual must learn this or his unique lessons in order to rise to his next level. I refuse to distract myself from my own need for growth by focusing on the plights of others. My power lies in the ability to create boundaries. So if you don't create boundaries for yourself, you always let people uh, just take a hold of that energy that you 
don't want to let go of. I mean, if you have some good energy, I'm pretty sure you don't want to let go of that and give it to somebody that don't, doesn't deserve it. Stop letting these people, stop letting these people take your energy. That's what it's saying right now. Um, so with that being said, that was the motivation of the day. That is it for our first ever show here at Life Happens Radio. I am your host, DJ Spinks. Um, you can definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Life Happens Radio. Um, you spell L-Y-F-E-H-A-P-P-E-N-S radio, all one word. And you can also hit me up on Twitter at Life H Radio. That's L-Y-F-E-H-R. A-D-I-O. Again, this is DJ Spinks here on Life Apple Radio, where we love, motivate, inspire to make sure you die right. Um, hold on to the feel-good spot and pass it Fridays. Definitely have a great day, and we will definitely check you guys out later. Peace. You're, you're, you're listening to DJ Spinks. This is smoke.